following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. That's amazing. Okay. Well, here we go. Okay. Hello again. Welcome back to the Hear Me Out Music Podcast. Over there, we just witnessed, or at least I did, Jenna just did a push-up. I was getting amped up for the show, and Elena sat and watched me. <laughs> it, was, it was a great push-up. If I had the... I probably have the energy to do a push-up, but I just wanted to start the audio out today with Jenna doing a push-up. And then we say the intro. Uh, yes. So you can hear the real spirit in you, my voice. Yeah. We can hear the motivation. Um, what's up? Alina, I hear you've been a little sick, nasty. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I have been sick. Um, I was down bad for like the entire week. So everyone in the casting crew of Treasure Island got sick. Um, everyone got the flu, but not like the puke flu, just like the... Your- Congest or cook. I can't use my words. It's okay. The push-up really took it out of you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> the oxygen went to my, my big, big muscles <laughs> and out of my brain. <laughs> big, big triceps. Uh, congestion. Yeah, Congest- it's all... Yeah, respiratory. Yeah, it's all... In. Yeah, in the, in the lungs and shit. Um, Everybody got sick, so I got sick, and then um, I was, like, bedridden for, like, a day. Like, I literally just... I I went to work for an hour on Tuesday. I couldn't even lift any of the books. I just felt so weak, and I was putting covers on them. And they're like, "Yeah, you." We, I, I, my coworker goes, "I honestly don't care if you just sit there today. Like that's totally fine. This stuff can wait." And I'm like, "I need to go home." Yeah. I so I went home and just slept for like. Four Why hours. on earth would anybody want you in their establishment while you're actively sick? That's what I'm saying. And like, don't get me wrong, our desks are like a yard apart from each other because it's a huge basement, and there's like f- one, two, three, four, five five different desk areas and they're all like super far from each other because it's just this huge empty room and we there's only three of us so half the room i'm on half the side of the room they're on the other half and it's like i'm not gonna get you sick but we're all touching the same exactly the same books the same shit so it's like i'm i gotta go home and plus i was it took me an hour to do like 12 books in what normally takes me like 20 minutes to put mm. stickers on them and stamp them and then put covers on them. Damn. Yeah, I was like, I'm moving so slow today. So I was like, I told my boss, I was like, hey, um, I'm going to go. <laughs> You'll never guess what I'm going to do in the next minute. <laughs> You're never going to guess. Not like I call off every <laughs> other fucking week. Uh-uh. I think since I started, I don't think I've worked a full week of work. But that's okay. I can't work more than 12 hours at my work study. That's just how they do it because my financial aid only... So I have like $5,000 for work study and financial aid. So they calculated it and they're like, well, if you work like 10-hour weeks or 12-hour weeks, it'll add up to that amount. Mm -hmm. And you can't work more than that because the school can't pay you more than what your financial aid 
to or your um work study package gives you unless you just want to like get a job on campus so they so the money that you are working for is your financial aid mm-hmm do you get it in one lump sum or you just go so what i'm doing is instead of doing that technically there are some if you're in a low-income school district um and you get a job um working as a teacher there most times they'll pay off your student loans because you're not getting paid as much obviously to work in low income Mm -hmm. um and they will like there's a girl that's at my dad's school who got a job and her student loans are totally paid off from the state because West Seneca is technically a low income school district. So, I mean, it, that's like where I want to work is low income city schools, like public schools and stuff. So not that I'm banking on them doing that with my student loans, but I think when I graduate from NU, I'll have maybe like 15000 which is insane because that's what people pay for like one semester there. Yeah. Especially but, if they're doing like multiple classes. Oh yeah, like that's had I not had any financial aid, I got like a scholarship grant and stuff and I have some other scholarships that are renewed every year. I'd be fucked. I would not be able to pay. That's the only reason why I'm at NU. Cuz you transferred there. Yeah, yeah it's from so NTrip. cheap. And Entrip mm-hmm. I paid totally out of pocket. Oh, yeah, me too. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to have to, you know, worry about that. So I take all the paychecks, but I'm going to have, I have some beef with NU library right now because I haven't gotten paid at all. Like I've taken off days. So like, and when I do work some day, I only work like four hour shifts. So if I only work one day a week, I'm getting paid like, I make fourteen fifty. So... By the time taxes are cut, I think I got one direct deposit for, like, $30 this whole, like, month that I've been working. <laughs> and you get paid bi-weekly. Oh, okay. That's so, what you have to say for me to hate it. It's, I hate bi-weekly I pay. do, too. I do, too. It was like that at re- in retail, too, when I worked mm-hmm. at PacSun, but I'm like, I-, I just can't. It's hard to support yourself like that. Also, that makes me wonder, like, when companies pay you bi-weekly, it's like, that's larger sums of money that they're giving away that they have to have bi-weekly. Right. Like, especially, like, small... Like, I worked for a catering company who, like, worked a small shop as a third party in a college. So I worked for that third party, and I would get paid bi-weekly. And I'd be making, like, good sums of money because I was, like, one of three workers, but... yeah. At the same time, it was like, they are a small business. They actually delivered meals to um, Mike the Situation. Hey, it was New Jersey-based. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. They had him on his promotions and stuff. It was Aww. really cool. Uh, never got to meet him, though. Oh, but, yeah, it's just, like, rough when you when you have, like, so much money built up and then you have to, like, spread everything out in two weeks. It's like, I need I need it now. I need it right now. I'd much rather get, like, 100 every week then get 200 every other week i don't know how that adds up it's just girl math but like i have money in my account Ah, i'm gonna spend it i'm gonna spend it and if i have a hundred dollars i'm like okay 40 to fill up my tank for the week and then 20 for groceries i have like 20 dollars per week for groceries you pay oh yeah just on like average like what i pay for like food and stuff $20 $20 a week? That's it? Well, I don't go out and get groceries, but I'm saying, like, for oh, food. Okay. All right. Um, I do sometimes get groceries. Like, this week we have to get groceries and stuff. Um, But I'm still waiting for my paycheck so I can pitch <laughs> in for that. And that's so cool. Um, Yeah, so I'm kind of p- 
pissed off at NU Library right now. I'd be pissed off too. That I, sucks. I should email them because I don't know what our pay week is. Like, I genuinely have no idea if it's this Friday, if it's supposed to be this Friday or next Friday. So I was thinking like, oh, I didn't get paid for the last three weeks. So probably going to come today, right? Because I actually work some. Please, <laughs> please give me my money. It did not. It did not come in. So, um, yeah, I'm broke. Strongly worded email. Don't you hate that when you have to email people about stuff that they should be doing? And that's the thing is like. Our girl who does payroll, the woman, woman, she's not a girl. She's a grown ass woman. She's a woman. So sweet. I love her. And she said, I'm going to be out of town for the weekend. So I'm doing payroll now. And it was on like, wow, it was like last Thursday. She said, what time are you working tomorrow? So I could put it in and then you don't have to clock in. I said, okay. Told her when I was working. I worked those hours. And then I didn't get paid this week. So I'm like, if you did payroll last week, that means that this week should be the pay week. If I stand corrected. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) True. Correct my misunderstanding. Tell me if my brain is not functioning correctly, (laughs) but I think that's how money works. So I don't know. I'm just like all over the fucking place with that. And I'm like 60 in the hole right now because of overdraft fees. Mm -hmm. I love KeyBank so much. Don't get me started on KeyBank. They're so nice to me. I think I'm going to join the credit union. (laughs) Lovely. That's a great idea. Because they're nice people. Credit unions are very good to invest your money in. That's a really good idea. And it also builds your credit. Yeah. I have a lot of credit card debt right now that I'm trying yep, to me too. chip away at. And I just put, let's see. Yeah, I got a big sum from my job. And so like I was able to put $200 down on my credit card. and But like I still have a lot left. And they say that's the best way to do it. Because like you should always have never more than like half of your credit card limit. Some yeah. people have unlimited credit, which... I don't even know how to begin to get that, and that I don't is, want it. Yeah, no, and never. Truly, I, I would not want that uh-uh. on anybody. The Great Depression much? <laughs> I was just going to say that would literally turn into my Great Depression. Truly, I would never be able to. And that would, that, <laughs> I'd never go financially to the grave. recover from this. No, never, never. Oh, but I'm learning. I'm learning. I had a really great credit score, and then... I started using my credit card more and more, and then I got trapped. I got trapped That's how it. they get you. And, like... I have a couple, I have like two credit cards and one of them I started like paying for school stuff, which I should not have done on my credit card Mm -hmm. because I didn't have, I didn't, the, my savings is all online. So like I have to pull it out and it takes weeks to do and I just never got to it. Weeks to do like as like a safety net for you, like if somebody's trying to steal it or just yeah, it's like through hoops. Most, most places that do like um savings accounts online they have to go through a ton of verification things and so the one time i tried paying like one of my credit cards off and i'm like hey from my savings account Mm -hmm. because it was only like a 200 dollar, 250 dollar thing and i was like i called them i said hey i post it said this is going to post within like three days five days it's been seven and i haven't gotten anything yet and they're like oh technically it takes two weeks like up to 14 business days or it takes 14 business days for them to check it, and then it'll go through. I'm like, so why are you lying on your website or your app or whatever? And they go, if you want to, I could just verify it right now and put it through, and it'll be in in, like, minutes. And I'm like, why, why? don't you just do <laughs> Why? So she had to call my savings account directly, the people that have my savings account money, mm-hmm. the company, and talk to someone and do it. And it took, like, five minutes. And I was like, this could have been done. What do you have, like, billions of other clients? Do me first. Get get my shit done first. Choose me. Pick me. Love me. 
Dude. Give I, me my money. I, yeah, I fucking hate money. Uh, speaking of N-Trip, you see they changed their name? Niagara SUNY or SUNY Niagara. SUNY Oops. Niagara. What the fuck? How about instead of paying to change the name, how about you pay your professors what they should yeah, be getting paid? I agree with that. That's an interesting concept. How much does it cost to change the name of a college? Probably a shit ton. You they have to go so? through like state hoops and all that shit and like rebranding. Like imagine all the merchandise they just lost because it oh says Niagara gosh. County Community College. You are correct. Dude, my sweatpants are out of style. <laughs> Both of my sweatshirts I have to burn now. <laughs> True. They they legally require that when you sign up for the school. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> my, my my bosses at the library know that I went to NCCC. And they go, Did and you? they point at you and they go, poor, poor. <laughs> <laughs> they go, get away from me. Don't touch me. You little fucking <laughs> yeah. farm rat. <laughs> you Sanborn scum. <laughs> I was like, I, they said, oh, you see that NCCC changed their name? And I'm like, oh my God. No. Whoa. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's fucking crazy. Like, what like, the? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good for <laughs> Thanks them. for letting me know. Thanks. I just don't give a fuck. But then they, uh, they were saying like, oh, I wonder how much money that costs and this and that. We were just talking, like shooting the shit about it. And then at one point I go, I wonder if I have to get a new diploma. I was no like, way. No, no. no it's no. still, well, here's the thing. My dad went to Duville, mm-hmm. I think, or Damon, I think Duville for teaching, which is hilarious because they don't even have a teaching program anymore. It's all, I mean, think about Duville kids. They're all nursing that or true, OT yeah. or PT, shit like that. So it's like, no one's going to be doing uh, teaching. teaching. And I was like, does your degree still count? And he goes, oh, yeah, of course it does. You, yeah, he still gained that knowledge, I guess. It was yeah. like, there's no way, you know, they get rid of the program and they're like, well. Uh, null and void. <laughs> you didn't learn yeah. shit because that doesn't exist. <laughs> but I'm going to frame my uh, my diploma now and be like, this is an ancient relic. This was before NCCC mm-hmm. changed it to SUNY Niagara. It's like when you find a, a silver dime or a silver nickel or something uh, like that. One of Silver those. quarter? Yeah, something like that. I they were, They were all silver before 1964 and then after 1964 are you my dad because literally me and my dad just had this conversation like really? three days ago because he's looking for a coin book because he's like yeah quarters after a certain time have like a percentage of silver and he's like I, i've been collecting them and i don't know my dad's so sweet when it comes to collecting stuff Aww. he's got two figure football figurines and then one is josh allen and one is a pittsburgh steelers um, wide receiver and they're like like Almost like an action figure, but like they're figure models. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, it was a first edition Josh Allen figure, and we were like, "Oh, how great that we have this!" And then my niece opened that, <gasps> opened it right up, took him right out, and started playing with Josh Allen. And I oh. said, "I was like, Selena, I completely get it. I want to play with Josh Allen too, <laughs> but he he's a lot of money that you just, to be frank, fucked up. You literally you just fucked up a little bit, my my sweet little baby girl. You're playing with your college savings right there, honey. <laughs> that has to. You'll be at end trip now. I'm sorry, yeah. Selena Niagara." <laughs> You're going to be going to SUNY Niagara when you're a child. <laughs> Not because we'll be poor, but because you're stupid. <laughs> I am just kidding. I am just kidding. Not that my family ever listens to this. Oh, but yeah. Thanks to our one listener. Yeah. 
<laughs> me. <laughs> well, all right. Three. You, me, Ben. Oh, great, great, great. <laughs> hey, Ben, <laughs> text us oh. when you're listening to this and tell us what you think. <laughs> Give us yeah. some feedback, Ben. And I think Dan does, too. Dan! Dan! <laughs> Two feedbacks. Two feedbacks. <laughs> Love oh. it. Oh, my cousin Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Danielle! Yes. Danielle's here. Danielle's here. All right. She's we got in the a, room with us. We got a couple. Every, you three. You three text us, please, yeah, as soon as you hear know. this. And either um, either give us feedback or tell us a little fun fact about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a bug fun fact, please. I want to learn more about bugs. Bug. Not it doesn't have to be from the top of your head. You can Google it. Just yeah, you know. can. Yeah, just, yeah. just give us some fun fact. Yeah. Um, how have you been with uh, nursing? Also, um, can I just say you're beautiful? Shut up. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, Thank you. you're just so beautiful. I, I'm just not used to it. Can you say it again? You're so beautiful. <gasps> okay. All right. You're all girl. Nursing. Nursing. Let's get back to it. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Got um, so nursing is tough. Let me tell you. The first semester, I definitely felt a lot better about it because it was stuff that I had learned previously before entering the program. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was about like just the body functions in general and mm-hmm. understanding what's normal and what's not. And now we're putting into practice nursing interventions, which are you familiar at all? Yeah. So, like, for those who don't know, a nursing intervention is something that a nurse can legally do for a patient uh, without a doctor's order. Because that's kind of what a nurse's job is, is to act upon doctor's orders and also use their critical thinking to save lives and to notice things that could save a life. So a lot of the second semester is really ramping up into a lot of knowing, number one, learning how to assess a situation and acknowledging what is wrong and what is right. That's another thing is like, not every question is, this is what's wrong. Tell me what it is. It's, this is what's happening. Do you do anything? Right. What do you, what do you do? Exactly. So a lot of that has been catching up with me. Not that I think critical thinking is difficult. It's just, I've never, this is all new. Like, this is what I'm learning to do. So it's hard to. Right. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's, it's, whenever I get in front of a microphone, my brain literally like. turns off but i (laughs) you're explaining this it's very cohesive so thank you no worries so like my next test is on labor and delivery and antepartum which is Mm -hmm. um the time of conception to uh labor and delivery and then labor and delivery and then like post delivery shit and so like i need to know all about the different state the three trimesters of labor and what to expect I need to know signs of and symptoms of like if somebody's if a mother is diabetic. I need to know like yeah. that her, the insulin that she's producing is also going to the baby. Mm. And um, I might be wrong saying that I have to study more, <laughs> but like <laughs> her, her insulin affects the baby, and when yeah, the baby's yeah. born, it's used to the mother's insulin, so it's I think it's hypoglycemia that it would suffer from. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of fat. I mean, think about. Like, you're not born with that shit, you know? Who's who's born with any sort of, like, critical thinking skills of everything that could go wrong with the human body? Cavemen. I'd like to think that the Neanderthals definitely had a lot of good critical thinking. Yeah! Because we wouldn't be here today if they didn't. I, I, I do think human thinking is genetic. Or yeah. critical thinking. Did I say human thinking or critical thinking? Human. Okay, but, okay, let me rephrase <laughs> I think critical thinking is very human. Human thinking is also very human. But, um, Crazy concept. But critical thinking, I think, is a, sign, a very great sign of intelligence. Yes. And um, I think we should bring natural selection back. Is 
And in this essay, I will. <laughs> uh, do you is... ever think about that? I know you. I'm what, sorry, natural selection? Yes. Like, do oh, you yeah. Ever, are you happy that you were selected? Yeah. I'm very happy to be alive. I'm, I take a philosophy course right now and I love it because right now we're on like Descartes and Locke like john locke and stuff and uh, if somebody didn't know what that meant um <laughs> yeah just for those, a, yeah for those who don't know i know but can you explain what who those people are they're philosophers okay like uh michelangelo <laughs> like who michelangelo he was a painter yeah painted he painted philosophy i'm yeah yeah nope but oh okay you know um the picture of david and and goliath oh and god okay um oh where they're practically touching did you practically touching do you you see how i do know that exactly and a fun fact about that that you probably already know you can see that god's finger in it is completely pointed and david's finger is like slightly arched and Mm -hmm. that's why they're not touching so if david just stuck out his finger just a little bit more they would have poked touched tips yeah they would have touched tips real good yeah and so like that's so sad and i think that's I think that says a lot about us. I think, as I think yes, exactly. <laughs> that we're afraid to touch tips. So everybody, go out there and touch a tip today. Oh, everybody, just reach out and touch a tip. Reach out, touch a tip. Ask for consent, please. Touch a tip. Yeah, reach out, and within reaching out, ask for consent. As you're reaching out, be like, "Hey, is it okay I if I touch, touch your tip?" Oh, okay, but don't don't touch it before you finish. If you say it right and then touch it, then you can ask for forgiveness. But if you don't finish, if you don't finish the sentence, because that's what God would do. He would, he would ask for, you can ask God for forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, Just like you can ask your fellow man because everybody has God inside them. At least that's what the church teaches. (laughs) I think. Sometimes they do. You know what? This is perfect because I'm learning. I have a philosophy course and a religion course all in one semester. And you, and you. (laughs) We love and you. Um, It's a, it's a, um, technically we're doing a, uh, Oh fuck! What is that called? Uh, a deep dive. A deep dive. Uh, we're doing. It's a something study. It's like you're not, um, like theology. Okay. You can't teach theology at the a theory of religion or the it's, the. So the way he the way my professor describes it is faith seeking understanding. So theology is when people that are within a religion study a religion to understand it mm-hmm. comparative study thank thank you brain oh. is what we do so obviously there are some of us in the class who are not religious mm-hmm. and you have to do a comparative study because you're looking at it from an outsider's point of view like you're getting all the basics of it i'm learning i learned about judaism and then we're going to learn christianity and then um uh uh islam is uh islamic culture after that so it's like a lot of those are like the main three would you say those are abrahamic religions okay look all at right. me look at, I, I know you're shit. gonna ace that test <laughs> real. uh i did get second place on our study <gasps> our study your kahoot it was called it's called menti oh. it's like kahoot but without the annoying music I say annoying. annoying. I say annoying just because it's a little traumatizing for me. The amount of like stress I had to go through in high school trying oh, to beat everybody in Kahoot. Kahoot was right after me. It, had it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was definitely like our grade. They were like, let's do Kahoot for every review. Because <laughs> I think it's from... fun. Bring it's... back Jeopardy. Bring 
back. I love Study Jeopardy. Bring back Mr. Koleski's Geo Pardi. You ever had Mr. Koleski? No, I did not. He is a geometry teacher and he has his own version at Wheatfield. Um, and he has his own version of Jeopardy. He calls Geo Pardi because uh, copyright reasons. And he has his own like money that you can win winning geo party and it's like a get out of homework free pass Ooh. yeah which you know i i have my own ideas of get out of homework free pass just don't fucking assign <laughs> just, homework uh, true yeah yeah the homework is so so stupid i uh, anyways religion uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah religion I'm getting um, frustrated, just like, <laughs> but that's just because we're talking about religion. Dude, uh, yeah, literally. Uh, um, but yeah, in, in philosophy, we talk a lot about like critical thinking skills. And right now we're doing Descartes and Locke were like, oh, what do you call them? Um, they're philosophers. Hey! <laughs> I got it. There's a specific kind of philosopher that they uh. are, but they're, they, they, um, they kind of study the philosophy of like life and the theory of like god and who created things and and how the brain technically works and all this shit and they you know they come up with their own ideas like descartes thinks that we have a blank slate and that when we're born we have to experience things but Locke says that um i'm sorry that's Locke. and then descartes is like well technically do i exist because I could say that I don't exist, but then denying my own existence means that there is an existence to deny. So technically, I do. It's like bullshit, it's, like, it's like that. A, a loop-de-loop of yeah. thought. Like a, you get stuck in this like fucking loophole of of thought processes, and no, I don't think anyone's born with it. I don't think anyone is born with like knowledge already in their head. I think critical thinking is genetic, or like. Yeah, in your bone, in your DNA, in your soul, there has to be a part of you that has critical thinking. But I think critical thinking does come with experience for sure. Like, you yeah, have, yeah, because that's the thing is like when a baby is born, they have to get used to like you're coming from a dark, secure womb out to the open. Imagine what a baby like experiences as they're coming out of the womb because you did. If you remember, if you bright. if you have a brain and you remember <laughs> that shit, loser. Yeah, you don't remember your own birth. Oh my gosh. Wah, wah. <laughs> but like you're coming out of the womb and it's bright and it's loud and like people, you have hands all over you. Are you feeling sensations you've never felt before? Mm-hmm. That triggers an instinct inside you. The baby starts to cry. That, but that signals life. Like yes. that's what a doctor wants to see. It's a baby yeah. alert. Like. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm going into my studies. The doctor wants to see the baby, baby fucking oh. scared. <laughs> yeah. I got you, He wants you, to fucker. hear you cry. He gets scared if you're not crying. Uh, they give you a little score out of 10 on how good of a baby you are after you're born. If you don't get a 7, you're not doing too good. If you don't get a 7, you're failing your APGAR test. Isn't that crazy? They test you the minute you come out of that womb. Like, And again, it's all based on evolution yeah and are your parents polish or are they italian are they both <laughs> you get a little bit of both it is it's based on where did, where did your your heritage grow up if you're in italy you have a darker skin tone if you're in africa you have a darker skin tone unless it's south africa then you're probably more white but... yeah you're probably named yeah. katie heron yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry I don't know where that came from. No, you're good. <laughs> I love that. I love that it's all kind of looped together, what we're doing. Oh, yeah. A little bit of critical thinking, a little bit of biology. I don't have to take any of that, thank the Lord. But we do in my 
um, middle childhood uh, education class, we learn a lot about like what at that age you go through psychologically and a lot and it's fuck it is a lot it's a lot of a lot of shit going on so Dude, socially a socially a lot is going oh, on oh yeah you say. oh yeah it's it you know makes you feel bad for the kids but you know that's where i'm maldeveloped it's the only way to you don't feel bad for them no I, i'm maldeveloped socially <laughs> oh because of middle school <laughs> Me and my friends would just bully each other. <laughs> you know what? And I think I think there are certain things that... I think we talked about this on... For sure, for sure. Either just an episode of with us or with Ryan or someone, but we were just like, yeah, like, you got to let that shit happen. It builds you. Have you have to experience, yeah. Yeah, you have to. And that's and learn. our loop around. You have to yeah, experience. You have to experience. You have to touch the tip. T- you have to. You have to touch the tip. Oh... Oh gosh! I know. Have you been listening to any music lately? <laughs> Is this what this was about? It could be. Uh, I forgot we had a podcast about music. <laughs> Let's see. Um, not necessarily anything crazy. I just I've been writing a lot of papers and um, kind of uh, studying and doing work doing things at work that kind of require my attention so i don't listen to a lot of things that have words in it um i was listening to vultures one which is kanye and ty dolla sign's new album um which is it's pretty good very out there but good um other than that the most recent on here is an r&b mix um, a deep house mix for like studying white noise. <laughs> Dang. And then my brother, my brother and me podcast. Oh, very good, very good. That's really. I mean, you know, right now, what do I have playing that was in the car last? Uh, Meltdown, Travis Scott and Drake from Utopia album. So you know, just a lot of rap, R and B, some chill stuff here and there. But other than that, just like house music to study to. Hmm. Very fun. How about you? Um, same. Like I haven't really been venturing out for new music. I've been very stressed lately. Yes. And when I'm stressed me out, too. I find that familiarity really calms me down. Mm-hmm. So I have the same like three playlists in rotation, or like not even playlists, the same genres in rotation, like two thousands pop. Um, I watched a reel of like um twenty fourteen EDM. Like, it was yeah. just like, these songs are turning 10 years old this year. Yeah. And I shed one single tear, and then I wiped it away, and I said, stop that. You stop can't. crying about getting older. <laughs> you can't feel bad for yourself now that you're aging. I know that pain, though. Mm-hmm. It sucks. But I'm really excited for the future, regardless. Oh, yeah. Just a segue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel horrible that it's my 10-year reunion of high school is coming up, but I'm not happy about it not quite pleased (laughs) i wish i were in a different place but i'm working on it 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 really does just like fly by everything is it the older you get you know the more life you experience so things just kind of go by the years go by faster the days kind of go by slow um for sure for sure i'm turning 22 in let's see tomorrow it'll be exactly one week and i'll be 22 what are we doing for your birthday? Oh, we're going out, aren't we? Yeah, I mentioned a casino, but the other part of me was like, I just want to like 
I don't really get to drink that often and I don't really like drinking. Mm -hmm. I smoke and that's all well and fine, but I feel kind of not obligated to drink, but I feel obligated to go out and have a good time. So I was thinking the casino and I told everybody, let's go to the casino. Then the other part of me is like, I don't know, kind of want to go to like a bar or a club, but my birthday's on a Sunday. Mm. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm thinking of just, you know, keeping it, keeping it small, keeping the group fun, having a good time. I was also thinking like, what if everybody dressed up and we did dinner or we hung out somewhere and I was like, I don't want to dress up. It's a lot planning a birthday. And it's, it's my birthday. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to want to do all this stuff. And then it's going to get to that day. I'm going to be like, I don't want to do anything. It's the, you build up the anticipation and then the day comes where everything has to go and happen. And you're like, oh, there's nothing I would love to do more on my birthday than do nothing. Yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. So I might just day drink and get high and have a good time. Cause that's the shit that I just don't do anymore. You know what I did one birthday? Yeah. I rented a small Airbnb in Alcott with a hot tub. And I just stayed there for the weekend. Sounds so nice. It was absolutely lovely. It was nice and cheap because November is not a time for um, yeah. fishing. It was like just past salmon season in Alcott. So like I had missed all the fishermen's. And that's kind of the house that I rented was a fisherman's house. So it was very bare bones. Uh, one of the mattresses did not uh, had a big hole in it. So I didn't sleep in that bed. I slept on the Tempur-Pedic bed. Good. Which was really nice. Yeah, keep the hole for the fishes. Exactly. That's where they put all the fish to bed. That's where, yeah. <laughs> That's where they tuck in their catch of the day. <laughs> Stuff you in this mattress. Good they go, night. They kiss them good night, and then they go, oh, tomorrow I'm going to gut you like a fish. <laughs> and they like go, it. yay! <laughs> mm. uh. Oh, gosh. Oh, but... I know. I I I love to make make dinners for my birthday. For the longest time, I would just have like my family over, and I'd make them dinner. And then yeah. everybody, people would be like, "Oh, that's really nice that you cook for the them on your birthday." And I'm like, "Should I not like doing this? <laughs> like, I I love doing it, but everyone's like." You cook for them, and it's just like, yeah, because I don't want to eat their food. Yeah, I want <laughs> I don't to be... eat the food that they're making. I want to make my food. Yep, I want it to be something that I want. And I, I told my mom and my dad and everybody else, like, I don't really, I don't want gifts. I, I do. Yeah, I want a card. One, oh, a, a oh, birthday card, like a birthday would card, be nice, or mm-hmm. even just a text, like just like hearing people... an Instagram post. I don't care. I love the Instagram posts, but I n- I never get any. But I that's not saying nothing. Like I don't care if anybody does it or not. But like I like seeing them. Yeah, I enjoy the thought, and I think everybody I, does on their birthday. I think it's nice to see like people put in the effort. But the other part of me is like, I just don't like. I know people have shit going on. Like even just a text that you know, like it's my birthday and you send me it a text. It goes a long way. It's way more than mm-hmm. any stupid fucking tchotchke or whatever. And I, I do keep some of my birthday cards, like the special ones. I keep I keep every birthday card I've ever oh, had. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I should start. All. I should really start doing that. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I don't blame you. I For my birthday, I like a couple years, I tried having parties and stuff. And the one year... My one of my old friends, my I don't want to say girlfriend, but the girl in high school that I was kind of talking to, she threw me a surprise party with like all of my friends and my mom was in on it. It was the sweetest thing. I 
love surprise parties. I hate surprises and I hate when people are like, oh, I have a surprise for you, but I can't tell you. That makes me anxious. Don't say anything to me and then just surprise me with something. But you can't be like, oh, it's coming in like, uh, I have a surprise for you in six hours. For the next six hours, I'm going to be shitting myself. So it has to be either like right then and, and there. Surprise, it's a diaper. <laughs> and you go, Sur- damn it! Surprise, put these on. Oh, oh shit myself. No. <laughs> sorry, I, guys. I, I'm sorry, guys. I just get so oh, anxious. Just, guys, you know I hate surprises. <laughs> That's literally You know I hate anticipation me. to surprise. <laughs> That's what gets me, the anticipation. That's what it oh. is. And I had no idea. So I was, my mom, I came home from... Canada, I got my nose pierced for my 16th birthday. Slay. Uh. (laughs) 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 And the it was either the next day or something like that, or when she picked me up, she goes, "Oh, um, you know, uh, so and so. I'm not going to say their name. Wanted a um, wanted a uh piano book that I had, um, and I." just need you to drop it off for her or like pick it up or whatever. And I was like, okay. So I, you know, went over to her house and my brother was in the car and stuff. And then we had like just come back from getting like sushi for dinner at Wegmans. I was so excited. And I walk in and she's like, oh yeah, you could come in for a second. Okay. And she goes, I think it's in the kitchen. Just give me a second. So she like walks around the corner and she's like, hey, can you come here for a second? And then everybody surprised me. And it was like so many people too. And it was just such a nice, like, I had such a good time and it felt like it was about me. And mm. I think birthdays are the time to be selfish. And I do treat myself fairly often to like things I want or experiences or treating other people. And you know what? I think this year I would like that just to have a day for me and have it be about me and not have to worry about shit. But the older I get, I'm just like, that's just not feasible. I don't know. I don't want to put people like in a weird spot for that you know and i don't think it's putting people in a weird spot i truly don't really i don't because everybody likes a certain birthday like that's the thing is people who love you and care about you they want like if they like how i said like oh i i love gifts on my birthday i love having people over like i like all that oh sorry something just fell from the desk um yeah sorry but um but if you don't get me a gift for my birthday, I won't discard you from my life. Like Absolutely not. Just, yeah, like send me a text or whatever. But like implying that you want people around you on your birthday yeah. is great. Like my, yeah. I have a friend whose birthday's in April and she told us now, she's like, I know for a fact I want to go out for my birthday and this would be the day we go out. And I'm like, thank you. Yes. Like I will yeah. make sure that that day yeah. is clear. You are my priority because you mean a lot to me. And so I will be there for you because I know it's important to you. So, but some people sometimes, like if she told me that day and and I'm in a show or I have a big test the night before, it's like, I'm so sorry. I can't be there. I'll send a gift your way because I know I'm missing something important. Yeah. And then you, you can compensate. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, which is something compensating at least is something in my opinion. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. You got to do, you know, something and. We're both givers, you know, we love... I love to give gifts. Give gifts. But I'm not good and... at giving... I'm not good at putting thought behind a... Well, okay. Gift inspiration strikes me. So, like, if I see something that I know somebody would like, 
I can buy it. Is it their birthday? No. Am I going to give it to them? Yeah. That's so my like, issue. That's that, my issue yeah. is I find things for people and I don't wait for the birthday to give it to them. No, I'm going to give it to you right now. Exactly. I'm making stromboli. Why? Because I want it because I have the money to make stromboli and I want to treat you guys. And it's fucking delicious. Yeah. Every time. It just happens to be your birthday. Great. Right, great. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. But stromboli birthday. But but sometimes like yeah, that's just, the thing. Yeah. Sometimes you can't think like that. You can't think about everybody all the time. And that's that's what happens with me is I get so excited about giving gifts and I will say I am like a niche give gift giver. So if someone mentions something about like, oh like I really wanted this or oh I think this is so cool, I'm putting that in my notes app. I'm finding the most obscure version of it. I'm putting it on a t shirt. I'm literally Yeah, yeah. literally one year for I don't know if it was like someone's birthday or something or christmas or whatever i put my face on a t-shirt because they said they would wear it and i gave it to them (laughs) and i was like this is like i know for a fact that it's stupid but the fact that you said it one time it's gonna bring that memory back it's gonna be like sweet and you know so it's 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 things like that that i love doing and for my birthday i just i know it takes a lot of effort to do that so i don't want to make everybody else put in the effort for that because i just I don't know. I the last few years my birthday have has just been like nothing. Last year, I don't I don't even know what I did for my I think you went out for dinner, you went away for the weekend. What when Oh, I turned 21 last year. Yeah. I went out for my birthday and I split the check with my ex and had one glass of wine, went home and went to bed. Which is like nice, but my ex doesn't drink. I was 21. Yeah, lightweight. I, well, I'm not a lightweight. <laughs> oh, my apologies. My apologies. It was one big glass. I ordered the big glass of wine. They're like, do <laughs> you, you want the you want the, six- the big, big glass? <laughs> Ma'am, do you want do you want six or eight ounces? Do you have a 21 ounce? Do you, <laughs> do you have the bottle? Yeah, just bring the bottle to the table, please. <laughs> and uh, two big cups. <laughs> one big bowl <laughs> and a straw. Bring me the fish bowl. Have you ever gotten a fishbowl at a bar? No. Dude. That's the thing. I, I just don't. Don't do it. I know. that do it. I can't do. When I go out, I get like Jack and Coke. Lovely choice. It's it's sweet. It gets you. It double it's Jack carbonated. and Coke. It's sugary. It's sugary just enough. It's not like syrups and all that shit. And, well, I mean. Well, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like juice and pop and vodka and this and that like that upsets my stomach jack and coke is like a two double jacks and cokes i'll be good for the night you like tonic no tonic is sweet i just don't lie there's some sort of like aftertaste with tonic oh okay i get that you mean tonic water yeah tonic water's not sweet yeah there's certain yeah if you get a gin and tonic the tonic is has a sweetener to it or maybe I'm thinking of something else. There, tonic is like sparkling water. Yeah. There is a, a a sweetened tonic, isn't there? Or am I thinking of something different? Maybe something different. I'm going to have Sprite? to look that up. No, not Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact. That's sweet and sparkling water. Because whenever I get a gin and tonic, there's always a tinge of sweetness to it. And I don't think it's the lime adding that. And I don't think it's the gin adding that. It could be the tonic mixing with the gin. Uh, chemical reaction. <laughs> You know. I love that. Science. I love science. Women in STEM. Women in Women STEM. in STEM. Gin and tonic. Oh, or um or vodka water. Vodka water, uh, deep eddies and water. True, true. Um 
Dude, nothing turned like, me on to that. Nothing like a nice cold icy drink at the beach. Drinking on the beach mm. is probably my favorite sensation. The sun shining on you, you're hot as balls from the sun. You're under an umbrella or you're laying on a blanket and then you just got a nice cold drink in your hand. Bliss. Dude, give me total a, bliss. Give me a, a thick hearty sandwich and some chips with uh, it. On the beach? Yeah. Mm. You ever have a picnic on the beach? No, I don't like sand. That's understandable. You just got to, you know, you got to you got to patrol your area, you know, like dig out some sand, mm-hmm. keep it away from you. Mhm. From like so it's like It's really it's actually pretty easy to keep sand off your food if you're a careful human being. Mm, I might I must not be very careful then. Do you have sand in your food a lot? Pretty even when I'm not on the beach, I do tend to find sand in my food. Just like gritty chomps and you know it could be i might have accidentally like put some in a salt shaker (laughs) and started sprinkling it on my food but (laughs) it looks it looks like salt if i'm remembering correctly it's pretty damn close it's like when they say to put rice in your salt to keep it from clumping. oh okay so that put sand that's probably what i did i thought it was rice and it was actually sand that sucks Gosh, I don't so even get know. Jenna new salt yeah, shaker. I don't even know. I don't. That's, is that why all my food's so gosh darn crunchy all the time? Are your? I bet your teeth are really small, just like sanded Dude, down. These are fake. <laughs> my teeth aren't I had real. To get veneers. Yeah, and they they kept the gap in my tooth after I got veneers. They were like, "Nah, you have to keep you, that, you fool. You gotta keep this." Yeah, and they were like, "I you're, love tooth gaps. You're always gonna look like Wendy from Wendy's, or it's the London look." You know that commercial? Wendy has a tooth gap? Um, I like to imagine she does. She doesn't actually have a tooth smile, but I think she does. Have you seen her hair? She's Hick, t- she's Hick City. You're not Hick City, though, even though you grew up in Sanborn. Sanborn. The wild western New York. Exactly. We're hooting and hollering. We're stomping and hollering. We're stomping and hollering. We got to stop and holler. Stomp and howl. At Niagara Suny. Niagara I'm never gonna get that right. Yeah. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna be crossing the stage, and I'm gonna go Niagara County. Na- this is Niagara Su- Su- Congratulations, <laughs> the class of 2025. Congra- you did it. Now, who wants to eat some sand? <laughs> Jenna's just fisting sand in her mouth on the stage. Oh my, oh my goodness! So yeah, birthdays. Birthdays coming up. Yeah, birthday's coming up. I guess this year I'm going to be selfish, and I just want a bunch Yay. of loving. Good. Everybody give Elena a kiss on the mouth on her birthday, but ask for consent first. No one. There's oh. one person oh. that I will be kissing on the mouth on my birthday, and that's <sighs> that's that's that. Unfortunately, everybody she else. say who it was, everyone. So I still have a chance. It's a man. <laughs> Jenny, give me a forehead kiss. I'll, I'll let you give me a kiss on the cheek. Okay. I'll take what I can get. See? Compromise, compromise, compromise. compromise. We compromise for our friends here. We're considerate. <laughs> we, we, we make boundaries, healthy we boundaries. Have healthy boundaries. I love a good forehead kiss if you guys want to give me a forehead kiss. Butterfly kiss? I don't want pink Eskimo, eye. Eskimo kiss? That's a slur. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. It is. <laughs> totally forgot about that oh, one. Oh no. Remember when everybody was convinced that Geronimo was a slur? No. So there was a, a meme going around, and it was that song that goes, so say Geronimo. Oh, yeah. And then they would have their friends say Geronimo, and they're like, oh. <laughs> or they would like bleep it out. How terrible. That's a very good prank. Have you ever been pranked? Yeah. 
Can you, you, can you expand upon that? Um, I mean, there's been times like I'm very gullible. Same. I'm Um, very honest. I'm an honest person. I'm an honest. Tell me, tell me, tell me, show me the car facts. Yeah. (laughs) That Fox is running around me saying, show me the facts. Show me the facts. Show me the facts. Uh, my friend from elementary school who I no longer talk to, I was very close with their family. Um, and we would go to their house every day after school. And the one time her older sister decided to tell me that, that she was having Hannah Montana over at her house for her birthday. I was fully like for weeks. I was so excited to meet Hannah Montana. I would be too. And she just wasn't there. Her sister's two years older than us. So like, she had that gap on us a little bit um, mm. um, to be, you know, like sly and sneaky and, you know, like <laughs> to be a bitch. <laughs> pretty, she was kind of a bitch. <laughs> she was a little bit of a bitch. We're not going to lie. She's yeah. She's the older sister who turned into a nurse. So I'm the younger sister who turned into a nurse. That's because you care about people. The older sisters, yeah. the older sisters in the family who go to be nurses are bitches. Wow. I'm going to put that out there. I can't wait to work with them. <laughs> I can't wait to work with those girls. You show them how it's done, though. You show yeah. them how to be kind and compassionate and not just... You I'll know, show them how to kiss show patients on the forehead. <laughs> kiss, coma patient. Coma patient. <laughs> Labor and delivery. <laughs> uh, emergency delivery. <laughs> <laughs> you say you got strep throat? Come here, baby. Come here, baby. <laughs> Quarantined patient. Yeah. We kiss him through the mask. We kiss him through the mask. <laughs> put on a mask and then we give the kiss. Polio patient. I'm going to give you a kiss on the iron lung. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sorry. See, we're all inclusive here at the Kissing Hospital. <laughs> the Kissing Hospital. Everybody gets a kiss. K-I-S-S-I-N. Kissing Hospital. <laughs> uh, or K-I-S-S-I-N Hospital. Uh, kiss. <laughs> you need a forehead kiss to be entered yeah true <laughs> yeah and then it's your treatment we don't have any medicine it's just forehead kisses that's just my house <laughs> you can lay on my bed or you can lay on the couch and then there's plenty of room on the floor <laughs> lots of floor space yeah and we have one iron lung <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to share <laughs> We have one iron lung. It's very cozy. Yeah. <laughs> very cramped, one would say. One, Snug. One might say <laughs> one might say this should not be a hospital. But here say, we are. This goes against all laws. But this goes against all my teaching. This goes against all my teaching, but it's very, very But they feel very hospitality loved. centered. Yes. yes. We love you here. <laughs> we give you kisses that's, here. That's we, their slogan. We, we love, love you here. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Dude, it would be and it would make millions. And we would make millions. millions. Uh-huh. Like, oh, we're at 50 minutes, Jen. What do we well, want to do? You want to talk about uh your show that's happening? Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just Whoa. kidding. I love the show. I'm just so tired of and the show. <laughs> not really i kind of i mean once you're in a show that's been rehearsing for two months and then you do a two-week run and it's four days of shows back to back to back mm-hmm. to back it's like it's a lot and you get run down and it makes you feel like oh, it's this show that's stressing me out and it's this show like i didn't even want to do the show in the first place but every, every all my friends were so i'm like of course i'm gonna do this show 
And then it kind of got to be a hassle. It's a big cast. And in the end, I am very grateful that I did it. Good. I'm always glad to be on stage with my friends. I The moments after the show or after rehearsal, talking with everybody or being backstage and like getting to be with people I don't normally get to be on stage with or be at the theater with, it's a blessing. I love everyone there. There's been some moments where, you know, I've been like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why? Like, I literally could just go home and curl up in a ball right now. But I'm doing something with my time. I'm being having a creative outlet. You know, it's a nice break from school, but it's also very exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, The show itself is fantastic. I shout out DJ. I love DJ and his directing style. I I love working for him and I love working for Don too, but they're so different mm-hmm. in the best ways. I, I, I think DJ, I was thinking about this the other night, thinking about like Frankenstein and um, Sweeney Todd and DJ's like the Tim Burton of theater of like the stage. He just, he's got this like dark, twisted fantasy, fantasy. <laughs> dark, twisted fantasy, literally up I- in DJ's cranium. <laughs> Yes, that's essentially what it is. And I mean, think about his favorite movies, like all the horror movies and and, and, uh, like Joker and stuff like that. They've all got this like dark twinge to them. I think that's where he, you know, draws a lot of inspiration from. But I just, I think this show, it could be done a lot of different ways, but there's something so like dark and sinister about this show that I love. And and yet it still has its punch for comedy. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. It's a fun and exciting show. Um, I'm glad to be working with like people like Dan Zerpa and Kat and, um, God, I love Kat. I want her to be my mom. True. She can hold me in that embrace anytime. She is just an angel. Sometimes I want to rip off Autumn off the stage. So, so she can hold hold me. me. Exactly. If Autumn gets sick, we'll put you in. And then sometimes I want to be down on the stage so Catherine can feel her way around my body for a key. (laughs) Kat, if you're listening, <laughs> make it happen. Make it happen for Jenna. This is her birthday wish. Yeah. Six months late. My wish for, for my you. birthday is that Catherine, Catherine touches me all over my, my body. body. <laughs> Hate that we were on the same page for that one. <laughs> Hate it, but I love it. Oh, we can't have an individual thought. They're no, all, it's especially just... when we're in the same room. Oh, no. a-, a same enclosed space enclosure. <laughs> When we're in the same enclosure, it's like African lion safari in here. It's like the African lion safari in here. God damn. Yesterday, I just broke down after the show. I was crying because I was so tired. I was so everything that could have gone. There was not a scene that I was in where I didn't fuck something up. Like line wise or physically? A little bit of everything. Mm. That's where the spice comes from. It was a lot. It was too much spice. If anything, it was it was too much. I my first scene that I was on as me, I went and um I push Arrow down and I like kind of kick her, Natalie. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And I tripped over her foot a little bit and she didn't even notice, but I tripped over her foot and I like stumbled back. The way I recuperated that was I just kind of like I just went ha 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 and I I have her like hood, the sack in my hand. I just like kind of went Ugh, and i like tossed it at her not tossed it but like i threw it at her jokingly and i was like get her up there why the fuck did it i could have just stood up and said get her up there and gotten angry and stuff i was like what What am i drunk 
I told Kat that. She was like laughing. She goes, you're just drunk on rum. And then every scene after that was just a shit show. So true. Pirates are like chronically ill. So mm-hmm. odds are you do have some disease. Your character canonically has a disease. I'm definitely sick. Yeah. Sick, nasty. Sick, nasty. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pirates break out their DJ table. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's me right now. Making a song with Ryan's. Uh... <gasps> I cannot wait to hear it. I'm bringing my laptop tonight. So hopefully I can finish it. Because um, I don't go on for like 20 minutes. So true. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's it's. I just, I love the theater. You can't stay away. It's mm-hmm. hard. It's just, That's why I've been there for a lot of the rehearsals. I just enjoy being in the theater with everybody, you know? It's just, it feel, it's like second home, you know? Mm-hmm. It's nice. I like it there. But when you're with everybody for two months, three days out of the week, and then four days back to back to back to back for shows, you get tired of each other. <laughs> and then you pass the same sickness to everybody. And then everybody gets fucking yeah. plagued. It's... It's a lot and it's draining, but I, again, I wouldn't have turned this down. I love this role. It's something I kind of get typecast in a lot as like this, you know, tough woman, like Mother Superior. That is true. You are a tough woman a lot. Uh, Esmeralda. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Tough woman. Like that's like all I'm cast as. So going from. Even Ellen. Yeah. Ellen and Saigon. yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Like independent woman. And then going from Grace, who was literally me in a role, which True. was crazy um, for Christmas Rose, going from that to this, I feel like I'm back in my my space again. It's a little triggering because I feel like I'm back in high school again, you know, like. But you can separate that you're not in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm with adults on the okay, stage. Very and good. I, yeah. I'm. Um, you feel a different energy yeah. on this stage than you would on a high school stage. Absolutely. That being said, real quick to interject, I did see a high school performance of Chicago this past weekend. Whoa. Yeah. I forgot that high schools have the rights to that. Yeah, it's high well, it's high it's Chicago teens. Okay. So like it was kind of like like there's this the opening scene where Roxy shoots um what's his name? Frank. Is that his name? Something like that. But she didn't yeah. have a gun in her hand. Like there was no prop gun. She just used her hand. And the singing was very good. Like for the most Who's part school it was Luport. Oh, Luport did it and nice. i was i honestly i left very impressed i thought they all did a very good job i saw that i think the girl who played velma was also in the kenny's i have the program in my car i can show you Aww. but um it was really good the only note that i would give the cast as a whole mm-hmm. would be that it's from listening to it it sounds like in their rehearsing like their voice rehearsing they focused mainly on the big belts at the end of the song yeah. and left the rest of the song to kind of be the 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 un undiscovered. Yeah. Like they could have made so many more choices leading up to the belting because yeah. the belting was always spot on. Like mm-hmm. the belting was strong. It was clear. It was on pitch. So like I'm very impressed by that. To take it a step further, they just needed to work a little bit more on the rest of the song. Yeah. But. They're high schoolers. Like the fact that they can get those big notes for four nights a four nights a week. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I was impressed, and Rocks. I had a good time, and I was thoroughly entertained. And the pit band was amazing. Shout out Bob Hall. I was gonna say Luport <laughs> has a great. They band. had strength. Yes, majority was students. Like looking mm-hmm. into the pit, it was pretty much all students. We love Bob. Yeah, love Bob. We gotta have him on. <laughs> that would be nice. He's a busy guy. He is busy. He's yeah, always doing something. Exactly. 
I feel like every high school needs a drama teacher. I agree. Because we didn't have, I mean. We had our, yeah, we won't call her out by name. We had you know, someone. But she was more of a producer in a way. Absolutely. She did everything but teach us how to act. To act. And Dave did a really good job teaching us musically yeah and even he would try to do stuff like theatrically like Mm -hmm. musically Mm theatrically theatrically but we were left to our own devices when it came to the actual acting portion of it but i think that forced us into a position where we had to grow and make decisions on our own which i think makes us better actors in the long run absolutely i i wish that diane was included in some aspect of it i agree i agree because I mean, what a massive talent to have in your school. I know. And to have, and she does her own shows and stuff like that, which is totally understandable, but to have. Maybe just even like once a week or even bi-weekly. Or even like during tech week. True. Give notes. Give us notes. I have a question for you about that. Yeah. How do you feel about notes that are given at tech rehearsals? Like what kind of notes do you ex- number one? Do you expect as an actor during tech rehearsals, and then what kind of notes do you kind of think are, I won't say useless, but are non-constructive? This is an issue. See, I have an issue with people coming in and giving notes. That's like, um, can we, um. And I don't want to say this because a lot of people do it, but it's like you can only give so I'm not pinpointing anybody exactly. Mm -hmm. I've gotten this note all the time. Like, okay, in this scene, could you just amp up your energy? Stop the show or afterwards set some time aside and say, okay, your call is at six rather than seven because we're going to run these two scenes. Mm hmm. Get with the actors, and especially because Tech Week is when everybody is on, like, they're run down, obviously, from rehearsals and stuff, but they are on their A-game because they're in costume, they have their set, they have their lights, they have their mics. Get in the scene with them. Focus on every little detail that you are trying to fix and fix it. Because if it's not getting done during rehearsal and you tell them to fix it during tech week, and you don't show them how, they're not going to do it. They're not, it's just not going to get done. Because if you told them beforehand, like the repeating notes about like, could I just have more energy, or could you just take this slower? Show them. Say like, Give them right, an example. Yeah. Of what, because at that point, the director is saying, I want it a certain way. So as a director, I feel like yeah. the best note would be to tell them exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Because leaving it up, Sometimes when you leave actors up to their own devices, they do give you like a really beautiful moment that's authentic to them. And that's what makes it beautiful is it feels so authentic. But if there's like a certain vibe or a certain energy that you want, because saying give it more energy, what kind of energy? Right. Do you mean boost it up and start yelling or do you mean get intense and be quiet? That is. Are you are you are you demanding silence kind of energy or you are the loudest thing in the room kind of energy? Yeah. So I I enjoy that note. I feel like notes with physicality are hard to give during Absolutely. tech rehearsals. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's hard to distinguish during rehearsals when an actor is giving their all and when they are just going through their marking. Yeah. And so sometimes it seems appropriate to give a note and then have an actor say, well, I do want to do that. I'm just tired. And it's like, 
this is not the time to be tired. You can be tired when you're taking your time off stage, when you're not in your scene. Absolutely. Like, you should be doing what you plan to do in that scene at all times. Every single time. And then you should also be trying new things every single time. That's that's the other thing that I think helps a lot during, I mean, notes in general, but during Tech Week too, is when you have a different perspective come in. We had... God bless the people who came in and gave notes. Don gives notes on DJ show and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I love that they do that because they have two different directing styles yes. and they always pin out the different little things that the other one doesn't notice. Um, we had Joanne and we had Debbie come in. Love them. They pointed out things that no one had even noticed. And of course, Debbie's pointing out even costuming stuff yes. and set stuff. Which is just as important. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Absolutely. You got to point that stuff out because... Um, like Julie's not there every night. So mm-hmm. if something goes wrong, Julie can't always be there to fix it. So if someone else can come in and do that or like show us how to do it, even it's better. It's appreciated. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and we also had Dan Torres come in. Shout out Dan. I loved hearing Dan's notes. His notes were so good. They were so direct and mm-hmm. clear and told us what to do. And that's what I love about Dan is that he's not afraid, like, to be hands-on with, like, showing us how to do something. Or when he gives a note, he gives an example. Mm-hmm. And he's a healthy amount of critical. Because, yeah. like, yeah. you can't step on eggshells when you want to bring something out of a performer. For me, I prefer complete honesty from directors. If you, If I'm doing something that you don't like, tell me that you don't like it. Yeah, T- yeah, yeah, yeah. Please yeah. tell me why you don't like it. Yeah. If I feel like my character would do it, I will fight for it. But if I just made that choice to make a choice, because sometimes I do that. Mm -hmm. I'm making a choice because it seems empty. So I should make a choice here. Yep. I really loved in Sweeney Todd. I made a choice that Mrs. Lovett liked um, Pirelli. Yes. that That she found him physically attractive. That's not the norm, I guess, in Sweeney Todd. She finds him disgusting because, like, that's Yeah, that's just... I made that choice because <laughs> I'm I was chummy with Ben and that was kind of like <laughs> the gag around the theater too was like mm, Ben Torres heart heart emoji and so like <laughs> that, that became my thing yeah I was like oh this man is a beautiful man in town why wouldn't Miss Lovett be all over him she's a she's a widow so it's like why wouldn't she try to get a bite from even him in front of yeah it's, in it's front just of like her, she's she's yeah. casting lines everywhere so that's the thing is that's mm-hmm. exactly I noticed that about I and I love when. Actors can do that on their own. Mm-hmm. When you have actors in a show, especially with a big cast, a lot of them get pushed, not pushed to the side, but the main priority is not on them. Exactly. They're yeah. on the main actors. And I think when you cast main actors in in uh, roles that, you know, have a lot of liberties you can take, sometimes not paying attention to that or letting them do their own thing can lead to tech week being like, this is just not how I imagined it. Let's mm-hmm. get it down right now. Do it beforehand. That's why I love directors who take the time during rehearsals to go scene by scene and sit right there in the scene. You have to put yourself in the scene. When I was in high school, I did a 10-minute play. And um, God, I, I, might, I might ask Diane for that because I, I would write an entire show based on that <laughs> scene that I wrote. I sat on stage with them in the scene i was in the stage Mm -hmm. in the scene with them 
I wanted to feel what it was like to be on stage with them because if they're not giving it on stage, I'm not going to feel it a row back. I'm not going to feel it all the way in the balcony. I'm not going to feel it outside of the theater. I, I wanted to feel what they were feeling because if they're not feeling it, no one else is. And I think that is important to, to do that during rehearsal so that when you get to tech week, they're running it every time the exact way you want it. Exactly. I agree with that completely. Um, Cause it's, I like being able to um, give them what they want. Like, yeah, period. I'm, that's why. That's why I'm so I need yes. that clarity because, like, if I'm giving you what you want, like, then we're doing it right. Then, yes. like, I am. It's good for both of us. That's that's it. At the end of the day, like, if you aren't giving me what you want, then neither of us are doing good because I'm not giving you what you want, and I'm and you're tricking me, <laughs> and you're fooling me, like, yeah, and devil. you're literally fooling me that this is what you like, and you're not telling me. I, I just I, I think about how many different roles you've played in your career. No, <laughs> I started counting on my fingers. <laughs> Dude, Jenna's gonna have to get ten more hands. She said so many. No, I have not. I have not had many. Uh, but you've had a lot of diverse roles, I guess. Yes, I would say. And and as an actor, it is your job to play what the director wants. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you were Baker's wife before. Doesn't matter if you were in ensemble and now you have a lead role and you're back to ensemble. You are malleable. You need to be able to morph and take your criticism, and hopefully it's constructive, into your own hands and produce something that is in the vision of the show. Because when you get big, I say big actors, when you get people who are professionals. When you get cognitive cognitive actors, people who understand what it is to be a part of a cast. Right. Sometimes if you're not focused on them or if you're not directing them the same way you're directing everybody else, they take their own liberties. Mm-hmm. Then you get shows where the dynamic is off. Or or there's line changing or there's something going on oh, to the my side. God. It's way more distracting than what the, uh, the focal that's, point is. That kills me. When you get a script, you need to memorize it ver fucking betum. <laughs> verbatim memorize it verbatim because then if you're shit out of luck you'll know exactly what to say it'll come back to you in the form that you memorized it if you want to ad lib you can ad lib if you want to change a line because something happened on stage you're thinking on your feet it's Mm -hmm. the critical thinking skills that you have in you that you're able to take and do it differently if the director wants to change something they will change it if they don't want to change it, that means it's in their vision. Don't just fucking like memorize a script and then say like, okay, yeah, I got that line for the most part. For, oh, for the most part. I And I'm guilty of that for sure, but same, like same. I'm, but I'm furious with myself when it happens. You, like that's the difference. That, <laughs> you go back to your seat and you read that script again. Mm-hmm. You memorize that line exactly how you read it the first time. That no one writes a script and is like, well, just kind of feel it out, do what you want to do. Every word has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Every word, I've, every phrase, every phrase is written a certain way because it has a uh, 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 it, it just has like a certain way that it's it's a uh, 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 a flow. Uh, yes, well, yes, a flow. It's the rhetoric. Yes, like a rhetoric Ooh, of thinking. Word. Thank you, thank you. But like, I, I'm I want to try to write a play, so I've been like diving into like 
scene writing nothing like huge but i think i make the characters first and i get their personalities first yep. and i think how would they say it and what are they implying when they say yep. it and why are they saying it yep so there's a reason that the words are written how they are but when you have when when you're lucky and you have the writer in the room with you like don don can switch anything at the change of the hat because he knows what he wants out of his show you know Absolutely. even when he because he adapted treasure island yes yeah and so when he's there with DJ and there's a line change, they're agreeing on it. They're yep. agreeing on the line change and they're saying, okay, this is what's happening now. <laughs> this is this it. Is, yeah, this is the context you are going in. Do it. Be or, free. Yeah. Yep. Do it or die. Do it or you're out. <laughs> or you're cut, cut off. <laughs> Good one. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Mm. And I think there are people that get it and there's people that don't. And, you know, that comes with theater. True. And you go to a different theater and it's a whole different mentality. Absolutely. And that's what I love about this theater. I, I loved working for Don in Christmas Rose, his his child. He's been, you know, nurturing for five years. And mm -hmm. I talked to him the other day about it. He was like, I just I loved Christmas Rose. And he was like, I, I think about it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, I, it it really was something collaborative, but it felt like I was finally putting on someone's piece of work that. It was their vision and we were all in on it and we made it his vision. No one was like, well, actually, I think we should do this or I think we should do that. Don came in with 10 pages cut the one day. We were all like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. That's what he thinks is right. We were all involved in the story. And that's how it has to be every time. Otherwise, you're not going to have a dynamic cast. You're going to mm -hmm. have a cast where some person is like, they get it. And the other people are just like. <laughs> and, you know, and you have a. And. Exactly. So, and then, and then the show's not good. And then, the show's not good. And the show's not good. And it's nobody's fault but yours. Loser. <laughs> Sorry. Sad sack. You said I was gonna say. What did you say Sad the first sack. show? Sad sack. Oh well, Jenna, that was nice. That was yeah, therapeutic. This has been so nice. I'm I am so ready to go on and put on a show. Yay! I love theater. I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to go listen to more episodes, um, check us out on Apple Music and Spotify. Um, and if you want to listen to more fun things, go check out uh, bibcp-radio.com. Um, check out all the really fun uh, podcast precinct uh, shows. They're, I can't list them all because there's so many now and they're all really good. Yes, yes. Um, but hope everybody has a safe week. Stay safe because everyone's sick. True, Wash your hands. yeah hand sanitizer if you're feeling bad put a mask on yeah that's, that's, why not if we learned one thing from covid throw a fucking mask on you save yourself a little bit you save everybody else a little bit and it's a signal that you're sick and people will stay away from you there you go done and done mm -hmm. um jenna any closing words um mississippi calabasas dental floss gatorade 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 I like dental floss too. Dental, dental floss. Dental floss. Dental floss. Dental floss. Lots of different, lots of movement in that word. Yeah. Bye. Bye.